Welcome to the Church Pigeon Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Church Pigeon Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at churchpigeon.com forward slash podcast. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Church Pigeon and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome to Church Pigeon Podcast. This week's podcast will be about Facebook and Facebook ads. I'm really excited about sharing this because Facebook has been a extremely an extremely powerful tool for myself as well as some of the churches that I've been working with. But before we jump into this podcast, I have one announcement. And the announcement is Church Pigeons content calendar on Facebook. So on Sundays, I will be sharing the Church Pigeon podcast where I will share the weekly podcast. On Mondays, it is the local lessons where I will share about the local successes and sharing the successes of some of the churches that are part of the Church Pigeon Network. Also on Tuesday, it is the website wisdom where I will share the website tips on Tuesday. On Wednesday, it is Church Pigeon Creates where I will share the services on Wednesday. On Thursdays, Social Successes, where I will talk about social media on Thursdays. And on Friday, Tech Tips, where I will share about technologies for churches and businesses. All right, so let's jump into it. So Facebook knows just how to get me every time. It doesn't matter which way you look at it. I always seem to be too weak for their Jedi mind tricks. It might be because I've Google search web design so many times, but Facebook is constantly barraging me with sponsored ads for products that relate to design work for websites. And I can't resist. A link that says, three great uses of user experience. Click. A website that claims to know what is the best use of topography on websites. Click. This is just one example of how Facebook ads can help build and maintain an audience. They can also be an inexpensive way for your church to advertise that next big event for sermon series. Here's a rundown of how they work. So Facebook ads can be used to promote your church page, an event invite, or particular posts on your timeline. By creating a Facebook ad, you essentially pay to have your advertisement appear on the newsfeed of your target audience. The cost can range between $1 to $50, depending on the amount of people you want to reach. Now, should your church advertise on Facebook? The answer is a resounding yes. When you advertise on Facebook, you can reach almost any demographic imaginable efficiently and effectively. Now, the gospel did okay before Facebook and will do just fine without it. But plenty of churches and organizations like mine have found Facebook to be an incredibly useful tool for giving the word out about Jesus and his people. Now, however, Facebook is changing in ways that are bringing the pain to brands of all kinds, including churches and Christian organizations. In short, they're changing their algorithm so that the content posted by pages doesn't get seen by many fans. You may have assumed that you see 100% of the updates from any page you've liked. 
It hasn't been that way in years since Facebook's normal layout shows people what they deem, quote unquote, top stories, as opposed to all the most recent updates from your friends. Pages have been posting updates that only get seen by 30 to 40 percent of their fans at best. More recently, that percentage has dropped to 10 to 20 percent, and it's eventually going to be one or two percent. Why? It's simple. Facebook wants brand managers to pay to sponsor or, quote-unquote, boost their posts to be seen by their fans. Is that fair? Uh, It depends on whom you ask. At the end of the day, it's all up to the people who own the business called Facebook, but most brand managers feel quite cheated right now because they paid Facebook for advertising to help them get fans and now are having to pay again to get their content in front of those fans. My organization has sponsored some content since I've been using it, but the posts we don't sponsor just don't travel as far as they used to. While Nike and Nabisco figure out what to do from the perspective of corporate brands with large marketing budgets, my concern is with churches and nonprofits who don't necessarily see a financial return on their investment. Here are five amazing solutions for churches to consider. One, don't put all your eggs in Facebook's basket. This has always been true, but it's even more true now. Don't count on any third party, that's any third party, freely offered service to drive all of your online promotional effort. Number two, diversify your social media presence. For the moment, I'm still convinced that Facebook is the most important platform for social media marketing, but that's only because of the broad demographic of people that use it. If you want to reach every kind of person in your community, Facebook is still the primary place to start. Having said that, it is definitely time for churches to think about using Instagram to reach people through imagery, especially younger people. Twitter has a pretty active community among media types and leaders, news producers, and professionals. Each offers a different medium for the posting and cross-posting of content. Don't try to do it all, but do more than just one thing. Three, give more power to the people. What's the point of having fans to begin with if the goal isn't ultimately to empower those fans to carry your message further into their own respective friendships and relationships? We tend to think about the reach of our church's Facebook page, but there is significantly more influence available to the church when you realize how many members, whether dozens or thousands, are engaged in social media. Usually, their credibility is higher with their friends than your church's brand anyway. So take the time to educate people how to share their faith and their church online. Four. Spend money on Facebook advertising. As agitated as you may be with Facebook's decision-making process, I still believe that using Facebook's highly targeted advertising platform is way more cost-effective and has a much higher return on investment than most traditional print advertising models. And it relates. There's tremendous power in seeing that my friend likes something that I might also like, and that's how Facebook ads work. You can get as specific as advertising to single dads, age 25, 
within a five-mile radius of Burton Adventist Academy who have indicated an interest in basketball. Five, keep preaching, serving, loving, and sharing the gospel. Do I believe social media has value in spreading the gospel? Yes, but it's not about the technology itself. Facebook is a recent invitation. Information has been spreading socially since the Garden of Eden. So keep doing what you've been doing for 2,000 years, sharing Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit, leaving the results to God. Thanks again for listening to Church Pigeons Podcast. Hopefully this was helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to get in contact with me at micah at churchpigeon.com or give me a call at 929-2-PIGEON. That is 929-2-P-I-G-E-I-O-N. Thanks again for listening. This could not be possible without you. And have a great day.